0: Like many of you, we've battled depression during life's ups and downs.
1: Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face.
0: Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music,
1: interview bands,
0: break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast
1: with Blake Mosley
0: and James Cox.
1: Now the when words fail, music speaks. Interview.
0: Hey everybody! Thank you for listening to When Words Fail, Music Speaks podcast. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox, and I have another great, great, awesome interview with with us today. Um, his name is Craig Addy, and uh, first, let me tell you about him. From Vancouver, British Columbia. Canada, is pianist Craig Addy. Craig attended the University of British Columbia, where he obtained two music degrees, A-B-M-U-S for, from the University of British Columbia, and the A-R-C-T perform, uh, Performer's Diploma from the Royal Conservatory of Music in Toronto. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds uh, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, um, Greg has a unique opportunity in w- in which in which way the, the listener can feel the music instead of just listening to it. We are happy to talk to him today. doing
1: mr craig i'm doing great um here in vancouver you know it's it's just five o'clock and the sun is shining and i'm overlooking the water i see sailboats and it's beautiful here right yeah.
0: now so i guess the weather is, is, is nice over there right now right
1: Right now it is. It's yeah. the spring, so it it may be <laughs> totally horrible by the time we wake up tomorrow.
0: So. Right? No, because I'm because I'm in South Carolina, um, um, USA, and uh, it's the weather's kind of wishy-washy. One day it's raining, next day it's sunny, next day it's cloud. And yeah. It's it doesn't know what to do over. there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so if I ever come to Canada, which which uh, which sites do like do the which sites to do tourists in the tour first
1: oh well Well, in vancouver i mean vancouver is um very uh it's appreciated for its scenic beauty a great deal so it's it's a city situated on a on a peninsula kind of so the city is surrounded by water on three sides Mm -hmm. and uh so we've got the ocean and then we've got mountains for skiing and everything on the on the north shore so a lot of people come here for that. It's just very beautiful, yeah. you know. So there's a seawall just a couple blocks from me that goes all the way around the city. Nice. It takes a, you know two to three hours to walk the seawall. It's um is is it's there really beautiful here?
0: Is there a lot of like like musical events in Vancouver right now? Or well, yeah, we have, down? we have
1: our fair share of festivals, you know, and and you know we have you know a symphony orchestra here and various places for. For jazz and classical music, and mm-hmm. you, you name it, mm-hmm. fringe, you know, the fringe festival. Various music festivals happen throughout the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um.
0: So, can you explain to me, because I'm very new at this, um, what is an ABMUS? Is that like a bachelor? Oh, uh, bachelor of music. Oh, okay. That's a bachelor oh, okay. Of music. Uh, yeah. I I yeah. I shouldn't know that to be honest. With you <laughs> And a um, ARCT performers diploma. Oh, I guess that's a, uh, that's.
1: A-R-C-T, as- Associate of the Royal Conservatory of, of Toronto, I think is what A-R-C-T means. Um, and, and that's a, a, a national music training program in Canada. So many, many people, you know, when they start as little kids, they start with the Royal Conservatory. and They work all the way up to the top there when they get their final degree. Yeah. Nice,
0: nice, nice. So let's go back in time, form a little, little time machine here. Um what is your first music memory or, or your first memory of music? as what like
1: Oh, my first memory of music. Yeah,
0: that's a, yeah. I what have such
1: a vague memory of my childhood. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's what I was supposed to bring you all the way back, you know?
1: <laughs> I don't know if I have like uh, I you know you know it's interesting, no one's asked me that question before. Nice, nice You're the first person to have asked me that. All right. I I don't know if I have a specific memory. Um, I do know this though. My mom, my mom was, you know, a a good pianist herself. And when she was pregnant with me, she played Chopin and Schubert all the time. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, so I do have a a particular affinity to those two composers. Right. I mean, I do, especially Chopin. um, But there's one particular Schubert sonata that she used to play that I just love whenever I hear it. So maybe that's why. So maybe that's my first memory.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, I I really don't have j- just like you. I really can't find in my mind the first music memory I have, because I know my my mom and dad took me to a lot of concerts back in Busch Gardens. Yeah, you know I saw like Johnny Cash, and they say I they say I saw him, but I don't know. I don't remember him, you know. And uh, yeah. and I and all these country artists, but I fail to remember what my what my first you know memory of. Like, hearing music for the first time is, you know, very hard, you know, so.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, music was always around me. Um, My mom was, you know, a church organist um, when I was a child, and so, you know, we were always going to church, so there's always music there, and um, then my mom ended up uh, running a kindergarten in the basement of our house, so that was full of musical instruments. I had lots of music around me all the time.
0: Nice, nice. So, yeah. so you mentioned that your mother was a pianist.
1: Um, so yeah.
0: was that the first and only instrument that you took
1: to really? I I tried other instruments. Um, I played guitar for a little while when I was in high school, and um, was definitely encouraged to keep going because I was pretty good at it. Um, and then when I was in university, I played flute for a little bit. Again, encouraged to keep going, but you know. I'm still not finished with the piano <laughs> right,
0: yeah the piano <laughs> still
1: a... has my full attention and my full interest
0: I think when um, the uh the, the piano's like like a magical instrument because i I have taken i've took uh, um piano music back when I was ten or think I was uh-huh and my yeah. sister my sister was an avid piano um student as well. Um, she knows she can remember stuff that on the piano that I can't. Um yeah. but I don't know why I got at it, but I I think it's because I, I kinda lost interest and I don't know why I why I did, because the piano is such a movie movie instrument too.
1: Um Well, I think that's a, a pretty common, a common <laughs> yeah, thing at yeah. that age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
0: but I, <laughs> but of, I
1: lots of other interests starting start, you know, impinging on our attention. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I do have cerebral palsy, and I guess I couldn't do do stuff with my right hand that I can with my left hand. So yes. I guess that that de- de- detoured me in the way of wanting to learn, possibly learning the guitar. You know, so yes, I figured that would be a yeah. you know better instrument for, for instrument for me to play. Um, so, uh, go uh, hearing that you play piano now and it still has your attention. When you first played it, did you have a different way? Did, did you feel like a different way of expression, playing the piano as opposed to playing the guitar? I mean, like, did it really speak um, out to you at first?
1: Yeah, I think the piano has always spoken to me. You know, the, you know, there are those who say that we have a certain affinity with a certain instrument. Um, I think we we became fast partners um, when I started playing the piano. You know, when when I was younger, um, it was one of many pastimes, and um, you know, I was also interested in in art, so I was I was doing lots of art as well. Um, when I was young, I wasn't like some child prodigy or something. I just really loved it, and I, there was no question that I wanted to keep on doing it. Um, it was not till I got into high school that um, it became really important for me. Um, I don't, do you want to hear that story? Sure. Yeah. 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 So, um, I guess you could say like so many kids, I was a little bit more introverted and quiet and shy and sensitive, whatever you want to call all that stuff. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when I got to high school, you know, it's always, it's a bit of a culture shock when you get to high school. Um, all these kids you don't know are coming in from other schools. And so I, I was, you know, I went to high school. Oh, this is so exciting. And that good old thing that we call bullying happened to me. Um, I wasn't expecting it. It kind of really literally sideswiped me. And I think the thing about bullying, that's really horrible. Yeah. I wasn't really physically bullied that much. I, you know, there was the threat of that. So I was certainly scared, but it was the embarrassment and the humiliation, you know, of being ridiculed in, in front of your peers. And, you know, thank God I had a, a, a loving home to go back to. Yeah. But because I was embarrassed about it, I didn't tell anyone. I wasn't going to tell my family. Like, I was just so embarrassed about it. So, but what happened at the same time was my piano teacher gave me a, a, a Chopin nocturne to learn. And I would say that was the first really kind of serious piece of classical music I'd been given. You know, it was like a challenging piece to learn. Um, but it was a slow, sad piece. And everything that I needed to express and what I was going through, I could express in that piece. And I could do it like without f- feeling threatened, like it was safe to express it that way. Um, and so that's when my music, uh, that's when music stole my heart. was yeah. That moment when I got that piece, and I learned that piece. Um, the other thing about it is that, you know, my piano teacher would have a, a, a recital at the end of the year for all her students, you know, and all the parents would come and right. it would be quite a, a lavish affair. She was, she really liked to do things <laughs> big, you know? she was Grand. kind of very Baroque. She had an old style home with the ornate gold trims on mirrors yeah. and the whole bit. So it was kind of like an exciting thing for kids, right? Right. And I played that piece. And uh, what happened after is, you know, a number of people came up to me to say how moved they were by that. So then I got that not only is music healing for me, it's healing for others. Like it, you know, so that was kind of like the big thing for me. And that's really what set me on the path of creating music, um, first to heal myself and then to heal others.
0: Yes, yes, and uh, I'm I'm so glad you mentioned it because my next question would be, um, so you are the musician who listens to the listener. That's rare nowadays, you know, because you find of a, during the social media days it's like it's all about them and what they want. It's never about what yes. you or what you need, yeah. right? And since you mentioned that you got bullied, um, I, I was this was that a factor to help or or to listen to uh
1: yeah i think it's i think it's why i'm i'm interested i mean music is, has so many purposes right. i mean it's to go and, and be happy and dance it's to you know they use it they used to use it in war to like get
0: yeah, get the soldiers on, right? in
1: time and get them aggressive you know like it has all these different purposes um but you know then when you go over into the field of meditation and yoga and things like that it it's got a nurturing quality, a, an element of, of creating peace and relaxation and healing. So, given my personal story, of course, that's where I've had an interest. Right, right. <laughs> it right. led me down that path for sure.
0: Well, right, um, right, right. Before I we um we started recording this um episode um, I was researching into your um life and career and um you have a website called under the piano and it's and it's www.underthepiano.ca
1: correct yes Yes. ca for canada right Right. (laughs) there is an there is an underthepiano.com but it's not me oh it's it's not i think it's uh, yeah so it's important to get the (laughs) ca
0: yes yes it is yes it is but i wanted to talk about that because i i saw um one of the one of your um um clients uh testimonies and she yes. said that it it was uh it, it felt like a musical spa or something you know it just yes right over and she felt so good after it um
1: yes
0: yeah so I, so i'm gonna um kindly ask you to explain to to my yeah we should
1: explain what is this right, under the piano yeah, like right. why would it be a more of a spa than any other piano music <laughs> right yeah 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 well the, the, so first there's a little story to it when i was a child as i said my mom was a very good piano player and she bought a, a grand piano for for up until two years ago it's the grand piano i had actually i have a new one now but um but my mom would play the, the grand piano and she would play her Chopin and whatever, her Schubert and the stuff she was working on. And I used to crawl under the piano while my mom played. I would crawl under the grand piano. And when you're under the piano, it's kind of like a little fort. It's like, you know how kids, they like to build forts. It's yeah. kind of like that. And then you've got all this surround sound experience. And literally, your body is vibrating and resonating with the music. Mm. And it just feels great. So I used to do that as a kid, right. And, um, you know, I got older, and I said, Well, I'm not gonna do that anymore. My An older kid would do that, <laughs> right? I stopped doing it. It wasn't like conscious, I just stopped doing it, you know. <laughs> and then about I guess it's 12 years ago. Now, I, I was in a piano store here in Vancouver. And I was really excited to be there because they sell these, these amazing Italian pianos called Faziolis, And they're relatively new on the block, um, but people are raving about them. I'd read about them and I thought, there's a Fazioli store here in Vancouver. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so I go in there and I'm playing them and they're just incredible. And there's one other pianist in there who I don't know playing them as well. And at some point he was playing their nine foot concert grand, the Fazioli concert grand. Um, and, uh, um, I don't know why I, I, I was just there. I I guess I was feeling playful. I suddenly remembered being a kid crawling under the piano and, and I, I walked over to him and I said, just keep playing. I'm going to crawl under the piano. (laughs) Like I was just goofing around. And And so I, I crawled, I crawled under and I, you know, with a nine foot piano, you can lie full length lengthwise under there. So So I'm lying there remembering my childhood but um, i had forgotten how powerful the feeling was right. especially under a big piano like that like my whole body is like getting a massage with sound i mean it just mm. felt great i knew there was something about this right so i went home and i kept thinking about it until finally i had some friends over like three friends over to see what they thought so they took turns getting under my smaller grand piano And I, and I just improvised for a little while, which is another thing we'll talk about. Um, And they, they, they were all like, you know, after the experience, they were all sitting there. This is not at all like listening to a piano from across the room. This is totally different. It's immersive. You are the piano practically, you know? Um, And one of them said, you should do it as a business and you should call it under the piano. So that's how it happened. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So people come and they sit on my couch. And, uh, the other piece that I alluded to is, is even though I'm a classically trained pianist, my passion is improvising. So I just love to sit down and make music up in the moment. And the beauty of that is someone tells you a story and they tell you about the emotions and their experience of that story. I can then create music to recreate that. So people tell me their stories about their lives. They tell me about what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. They tell me about what they're creating, what they wish for. And I let them create some intentions if they want to. I would like my life to be like this or like that. And then they crawl under my piano. Often it's couples as well. And then I play, I improvise for like 40 to 45 minutes. And I recreate what they shared with me in music.
0: Wow. That's... Yeah. You have found a way how to make music. Like I don't know how to. Like the yeah, yeah I, I, dude I'm just blown away. I mean that's 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 one thing to to listen to music, but to be able to actually feel music. Yeah, I don't think yeah,
1: anybody. And that's why, yeah, yeah, that's why I say I'm the I'm the musician who listens to the listener because mm. what I create is dependent on what they share with me about their lives.
0: Right. So you do offer a few uh, sessions, and you offer in-person per- in sessions and online sessions. Yes.
1: Yeah. Now, the in-person sessions are like the the, the Cadillac experience, because you've got <laughs> right. that physical aspect. Right. But, um, you know, when COVID came along, I, I stopped doing that. I stopped doing public performances. Um, so I went online, and I started playing around with doing it online, and I ended up doing... Um, Zoom concerts and under the piano sessions, because mm-hmm. you know the the ability to recreate what people are dealing with, that does go across the internet.
0: It does, yeah.
1: Um, you know, so I've seen enough people be moved to tears and in a profound way on online to know that it has it totally works. It does. Yeah. I wasn't sure it would at first. <laughs> oh no! So I
0: guess you're, uh I guess your close friends were like the guinea pigs of uh, it, right? Yes, and they told yeah. you it <laughs> told you hey man this is gonna work yes right yes. So, um yeah so it's because it, I am I got uh um uh, I'm clinically I was cl- like clinically um depressed you know I I I, I, I took medication yes. and yeah. um I just got recently offered my medication so that's good right so but, yeah. I, but I think that actual feeling the music is gonna be more of a, of a um, major major stress of relief.
1: Yeah, you know if well, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, you know so I, I can say a little bit about that. Like, uh, you know, I had an experience earlier in the days of under the piano that really shocked me. Mm-hmm. And um, one day, a woman who was visiting Vancouver came for a session and she sat on my couch and she shared about in the last year that she had lost her son and she'd mm-hmm. lost her husband yeah. both in the same year um and so of course she went into a huge depression and then she got got into alcohol and became an alcoholic and so she was just like in this terrible space And, you know, I'm not a therapist or anything, so I don't, I don't counsel people or (laughs) give them any psychological advice. I just listen. Yeah, That's all I do. I just listen. Um, and she got under the piano and I played what there was for me to play. And it was cathartic for her. Yeah, Like it was cathartic. Um, and so I've seen this happen with a few people now, and I think there's some stuff that words, spoken words, cannot access that music can. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, it goes places that spoken words can't.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when words w- yeah. when words fail, music does speak, you know?
1: Yes. Yes. When I saw the name of your podcast, I went, oh. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right, because... Um, to have somebody to just listen to, your, to you talk about stuff, you know, whether it's agreements, yeah. happiness, I mean, I think that yeah. it could save the world, you know. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, um, I was going to ask you uh, about the piano because there's something that I really don't understand about the piano, but it's magical uh-huh. in, in ways that I can't understand. That's why I got the professional musician right here yes. in front of me. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, I was listening to your um your tra- your piece abandoned abandoned toys okay yes and I yes. found it kind of masterful because in one song I felt calm uneasy and sad all at the same time and I don't know yes. how because the, the piano can do that that I, I I I've been I felt all those three things all at once. And I have, mm-hmm. and I haven't found another instrument that that does it all at one time. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you're wondering why?
0: That that, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. yeah, cause, yeah, cause we don't know. Can guess at in answer? Okay, okay, yeah, cause, cause, like I said before, I I've never experienced that ever before, except for from a piano.
1: Yeah. Uh. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to surmise, I'm not saying this is the answer, right? but right. I, I think that one of the things about the piano that is really wonderful is that, it, first of all, it has an incredible range, you know, way down here, up to here. Right. And, um, you know, if you play in different ranges, there's a different mood. There's a different, you know, if you play up high, there's a lightness to it, you know? Right. There's, there's, um, it doesn't have to be happy, but it, there's that feeling. Whereas if you play down low, there's a darkness to it. Um, and um, other instruments can do that, but not to the degree that a piano can. So a piano is kind of like a standalone orchestra.
0: Okay, right. Because right.
1: it can produce so many different colors.
0: Yeah. But yes.
1: Um, yes it and can. so I think that might be why you can get those different Uh, ranges of moods i think all instruments can do it but i think it's kind of amplified in a piano maybe
0: i i I believe you're right yeah because i because i really don't feel at least two two moods you know when the guitar playing is happy or sad i don't feel both at the same time and that's just one of the one of the uh, uh questions i had for um, yeah. you
1: cause... Well, and, and any instrument that is a harmony inst- instrument has that advantage as well. Okay. Okay. I guess I need because they can play they can play chords. Right. Yes. You, you know. Yes. yes. change in mood right there just by changing the middle note of the chord. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. So. Uh. So I was gonna ask you this, but I think you you already an answer, which is great. Um. I was gonna ask you. So you offer. Um. Uh, a musical experience of grief and hospice sessions for individuals, couples, and groups.
1: Yeah, that's been a, a, an interesting development. So, right. um, uh, you know, I, you know so I've been doing all these sessions with individuals and couples, um, mm-hmm. but with COVID, I started doing group sessions. So, right. you know, little intimate concerts and things like that. And uh, not long ago, I, I met a death doula, um, and we, she's down in the states. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't met and each I, other in person. Oh, you never, you never have. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Karen, Karen Mikus is her name, and she has a, she has a uh, she does hospice and grief work, and she has a, a business called the Quietest House. And so she and I did a program together not long ago, and she approached me and she said, "How about we do a, a joint venture?" I'll I'll bring in you know some of my clients who are grieving right now and and you can too if you know any and I'll guide them in a conversation about you know what they're dealing with and then I'll do music to recreate what they share right
0: that's awesome
1: so that's what we're going to do we called it remember reflect and renew right and um, that's coming up in coming up soon April twenty
0: third right which is Saturday yeah. at five p.m. To six thirty p.m. Eastern time.
1: Yeah, Eastern time. Yeah. And I think you the get, get, get the ticket. Pacific time.
0: Yeah. And, and, right, yeah, because yeah. I find that time zones frustrating. You know.
1: Yes. So um,
0: <laughs> everybody can get them on, on evenrate.com. I will post a link below on the description, That's great. and everybody yeah. can can go there or or come online. Yeah. Right? I mean, you you can be just on uh, through Zoom.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is uh, the whole thing is online.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Yeah, perfect. but we are limiting it to just you know no more than twelve people, because uh, we don't you know it's it's pretty intimate personal right. conversation. Yeah. Um, so and we want to give everybody time to share who wants to share, and, and still have plenty of time to, to make music to recreate what people share with us. Right.
0: Yeah. When you have people actually come in and and do this under the table.
1: Right. it's so funny. So many people say that under the table. I'm, so,
0: I'm, I'm not the first, right? And I'm not going to be the last. So I I, it, I do it apologize. It's a
1: certain unsavory.
0: <laughs> right. It. Oh, my God, dude. I, I'm so sorry. No, don't, be,
1: I, don't be sorry. I think under, it's hilarious. It's just so funny under how p- many people say it. <laughs>
0: oh my god dude yeah so yeah uh, under the piano I'm sorry yes okay yes. okay when you have people come in and do this under the piano I'm high, I Yes. Myself, right okay so uh I okay so it's got to be real hard for you to experience their grief as well as taking your grief away yeah how, how do yes how do you how do you prepare for a session? With people who who are grooming, just like you, just like the client who lost uh, their, their son, yeah, and um, and I, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, how do you mentally prepare?
1: Yeah, it's interesting, you know. Um, I think part of being a musician is, you know, musician. Being a musician is, you know, music is is really the the world of of emotion. I would say more so than any art. I mean, right. they all are, but. Right. Music is, you know, on an abstract level, all emotion. Um, so, you know, we are stuck with this thing. If you're going to be a good musician, you have to be able to convey emotion. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to be a professional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't yeah. get so
1: yeah. swept away by the emotion that yeah. you can't do your job. Right. Like, you know, a, a singer, um, you know, if you get too emotional as a singer, you can't, you can't sing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so I think it's like that for me. Um, I find often um, uh, I get more emotional a day or two later. Okay. okay you know, like yeah. maybe I'll I'll mention I had you know I mentioned someone I had a session you know that was pretty pretty emotional the other oh. day and that's when I get emotional.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: um, at the time it's not that I it's not that I'm unfeeling and cold <laughs> <Right>. calculating at <laughs> yeah, the time, but yeah. um, I think I've just from having done been in the world of conveying emotion and music, I've just developed, you know, the yeah. capacity not to get too swept away by it. Right. That's yeah. my answer.
0: Uh, that's perfect. Cause my next question was, do you find it easier as you go along? But I guess it, it really is not easier for anybody for you or for your clients. Well, I guess it would be easier yeah. after your clients experience you're under the piano. <laughs> I got it right there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, but for, for, I don't think it will get easier, will it, I mean, like, do you, like,
1: like, the, Well, the, the... I think, you know, I I would say the day it gets easier is the day I need to be worried.
0: Right. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's um, true.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, because, I don't know. It, right, it yeah. My, my My job is to be connected to that and to convey that, and if it's getting too easy... <laughs> Maybe right. it's time for something else. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah.
0: Um, but um before we uh contact before we got on here, um you mentioned that you wanted to play some something for us.
1: Yeah, I'd um, be happy yeah. to. Can, can, um, uh, yeah, so this will be the So do you wanna do you wanna create an intention?
0: Oh sure, yeah. This is gonna be oh yeah. All right. so okay, so um we're doing this how you would talk to your clients at the yeah. in, Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what's something you're dealing with or something that you would like to create in your life? Um, say a little bit about something like that. Uh,
0: something that, I, well, I'm in a pretty good time in my life right now. Um, I got, a mm-hmm. I got a great job, great podcast, talking to musicians like you. Um, as I said before, I'm off my depression medication, so yeah. there's really not a thing that I'm struggling with as of right now, and okay. um, so I don't mm-hmm. know you know if that helps or you know hinders you yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: well, then then I'll ask you this, what is something that you would like to create for yourself?
0: For myself? Yeah I would like for everybody to that's feeling depressed and lonely. To know that everything's gonna be okay in the end, and that's essentially what this podcast is for. It's not for me; it's for the depressed and anxiety, like like me or my co-host. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I'm, I know what you're going through, and that and it sucks, you know. And I'm getting yeah here right now. Just thinking about it, but uh yeah yeah. I just want to th- okay. I just want everybody to, need to feel okay, you know
1: yeah yeah so, yeah. okay, so I'll, I'll express a little bit of, of that darkness and then and then coming out of that, there's something yeah. beyond that. Okay. does that work?
0: Yeah, that works.. Okay.
1: okay. I'm just gonna mute my voice mic so it doesn't pick up unwanted stuff.
0: Dude. Yep. That got me. Yep. <laughs> I, I just, see, that's what I'm talking about. You, I, I feel so many emotions when you play that for me. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. Thank you very much. You yeah. do. I you really do appreciate that. Yeah.
1: You're welcome. Yeah. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we do have, uh, two more questions for you. Um, before we go, okay. um, yeah. Which artists, which bands artists do you go to? Well, one question, and this is a fantastic, everybody, everybody gets, like, like has to think about it so much. Is there a band or artist that you can listen to, but you can't tell me or your family members or your friends how it how makes you feel inside of you? It's so ingrained in oh. your soul.
1: Um, there are, there's two, um, one of them is a German fellow named Niels Fromm, he's a pianist, um, and, uh, I love his music. He's, he's, he has this unusual quality of kind of bringing a classical sensibility to his music in that he cares about the quality of the sound immensely. But at the same time he's he's very creative and on the edge like he does really strange things (laughs) right Right. and and i like him too because like even though he has that sensibility um his audience is quite young uh, much younger than me actually (laughs) um uh, so he's one and 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 it's hard to say it's hard to say why i like his music so much um for sure Another one I don't know if it's hard to say why I like his music. He doesn't play like me at all, but he's my god, and that's Keith Jarrett, okay. who is who is a world famous jazz pianist. Um, and way back, I think it's the seventies. Don't quote me on the on the when he did it. He became famous for walking onto a stage and sitting down at a piano and then pl- playing a two hour concert without anything planned. It's Ooh. all improvised.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Oh. and uh he he's an i don't play like him at all and like he's a, he's a, a very world-renowned jazz pianist um but he's always been like this thing that i just look up to with a huge admiration and so even though i don't play like him i model myself after him and that i can just sit down and create on the spot like i just did for a long time
0: <laughs> right yeah that's that's, that's awesome fun. yeah because yeah. um it immediately moves you in so many ways and and sometimes you can't explain it
1: yes like i have a few
0: of them that i can't i i i could try my 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 hardest to tell you how much i i i I can't do it you know
1: Yeah. yeah 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 well i mean i think that's probably why no one's figured out how to make a Make a hit <laughs> <laughs> if they really knew how to do it, then right. everybody would be writing. Right, hits. yeah,
0: yeah. Every everybody would be doing this in, in their professional career. Um, but I honestly do thank you for coming on, and I thank you for the song that was wonderful. And uh, we thank hope you. you come back anytime you want to. Please come back anytime you oh, want, awesome. want to. Awesome. And once yeah. again, um, you can see uh, Mr. Craig Id. To remember, reflect, and renew, a uh, session on Saturday, April twenty third, twenty twenty two, from five o'clock p.m. to six thirty p.m. ET, Eastern Time, uh, on a line of Zoom event.
1: Yeah, and you I'll can also I'll send you the link there for the uh, for the registration page.
0: Yes, please do, please do, and you can also visit them on Facebook and Twitter under Quick
1: uh, you can visit his
0: yeah. two sites under the dot ca and craigaddy dot com. Yes. Right, yes, dot com.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. the craigaddy.com is my more current one. Simply that you know I've expanded my offerings beyond under the piano now. Okay. So, um, it's more sensible to have you know the various kinds of concerts and stuff right. I'm doing on. Yeah, cause,
0: um, yeah. I, 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 you do offer piano lessons too online too, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I do, I do yeah. do I, I don't have a lot of students But I do like teaching so
0: right yeah. And he's
1: got a Patreon for anybody Who wants to support him It's patreon.com slash
0: Craig Addy um, He's got yeah. seven tier levels You can go through They're all great I encourage everybody to deeply support him uh, This has been fun Thank you so much for coming yeah. on sir
1: It's been a pleasure Thank you so much for